Studio. Hey, really quickly, just wanted to let you know that the Inspiring Talk podcast is now available in video format on YouTube. If you'd like to watch this conversation, you can head on to our YouTube channel, Bizay Gautam. While you are at it, show us some love and subscribe to the channel so that you won't miss the upcoming episodes. I'll put the link in the description of this episode. You do know this is like a chargeable yeah. session, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Our digestive system has its own central nervous system called the ENS. Mm. enteric nervous system shisha vaping nothing is better everybody has this debate mm. oh smoking chhodde vaping kar it's better mm. nothing is better okay we have vaginal microbiome mm. we have mouth we have like armpit microbiome everywhere we have microbiome what people think that salt gives you water retention but it's on the contrary mm. what gives you water retention is the sodium in your chips yeah. mm. All diseases begin in the gut and this is not modern science hippocrates has said this but ayurveda which is a 2000 year old philosophy has said this you know every time i went to a vaidya ji my mom always took us to a vaidya ji and he would see my pulse my nadi and he would say pet kharab hai beta aap ye 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 jadi buti le lo and aap theek ho jaoge and literally vijay i've been fine only because of simple spices and herbs From Wine Studio, you are listening to the Inspiring Talk, a show where I bring the conversations with today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you take your life, business, and career to the next level. If you are regular to this podcast, you know that I worked as a research scientist in one of the top pharma companies of the country. where i got to witness the entire life cycle of a medicine right from how they were conceptualized how it would work in our body to then taking it into research and development thinking about how it's going to impact on body doing running the tests and then when it came out in the market also got to see the advertisement or how the marketing messaging was done from the inside and uh, one thing that was surprising was in my four years of pharmacy study in the college or almost Three years of my experience working at a pharmaceutical company, I have never heard about this thing called gut microbiome or gut generally being discussed when designing the medicine to heal human body. When I had conversation with Payal Kothari, who is the guest of this episode, she talks about how gut is such a powerful thing in keeping us healthy and also in keeping us fit. It was shocking for me to see that the entire pharma industry disregarded the presence of gut or the role gut microbiome played in our body in our health and in healing. I got introduced to this concept for the first time when I had the opportunity to interview Naveen Jain, a billionaire who runs the company called Viome which is based on the gut microbiome. the more deeper i tried to understand gut microbiome i realized that it is such an important thing for each one of us to pay attention to which like i said is conveniently ignored by the modern medicine and that's where i discovered pile kothari's work pile is the author of this book called the gut where she has got extensive knowledge about what is the role that our gut plays in keeping us healthy and this is free what are the things that destroys our gut what are the foods that keep our gut healthy how can we really take charge of our health just by fixing our gut and this episode can be that point in your life where you discover this information that can really keep you healthy and fit for long long time and keep those pills and medicine away because pile and a lot of people who are working in this gut microbiome space strongly believe and this is something that science has backed now that your disease origin in the gut and if you take good care of it half of your diseases are no way to be seen so pay attention because we are going to go really deep into this topic of gut 
we'll start right from basic of what is gut. What are these gut microbiomes? What keeps them healthy? What destroys your gut lining? And what happens if your gut is destroyed? And so on and so forth. And I don't think I could have invited anyone better than Payal Kothari, who has written the book called The Gut incredible story of your second brain. Yes, the gut is also called the second brain of our body because the gut microbiome almost weigh the weight of your brain, which is really fascinating. And I'm so excited to have this conversation and share this with you. Pay attention to everything that Pyle shares. You can quite literally take charge of your health. Let's get started. Welcome to the show. Hey, Bijay. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm super excited. We've been having a conversation for a while and, uh, you know, I discovered your book on Amazon. I love the cover of it and I loved reading this as well, end to end. And uh, the gut story of our incredible second brain. So what is gut? The gut is your large intestine and small intestine, but I would consider the gut as the entire digestive system. And everything starting from the mouth to the anus is uh, practically your gut and the digestive system. And the only entry point for anything from outside to enter your body. So that's what the gut is. And, uh, it, you know, I call it the second brain because of multiple factors, which we'll eventually get to. But I'm so glad you enjoyed reading the book. And it's uh, very, very close to my heart because I've also had a history of gut illnesses. And that's what uh, made me write the book. Yeah. And I'm a practicing uh, gut health nutritionist and um, I have gut wellness products as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's why the book and that's why me and the yeah. journey all about the gut, yeah. your second brain. I would love to go deeper into why the sure. gut is called is second brain. But before that, I would like to understand what role our gut plays in our health and, you know, staying fit. So what role? It does not play. I don't know any role that it does not play. It plays um, the role for your endocrine system. It plays the role for your central nervous system. It plays the role to produce your hormones. It plays the role to, of course, it cannot do a math calculation, but it can definitely uh, do, it's in charge of everything. Mm. Like how the brain has its own uh, central nervous system, the CNS. Our digestive system has its own central nervous system called the ENS, mm. enteric nervous system. There are only two organs that have their own individual systems, the brain and the gut. So imagine if the brain has it and so does the gut, that's why I'm calling it the second brain and not me. Scientists, microbiologists, everybody's calling it the second brain and that's how I have also learned to come to terms with it that it is the second brain. Mm -hmm. Also the microbes in our gut weigh as much as our brain. Wow. So there's a second reason why it's also called the second brain. And the third reason I would say is because it's in charge of your fight and flight mode. So Bijay, if you're facing any kind of um, crisis, mm. you know, you're smart enough to make a decision whether you want to fight or you want to flight. But they want to kill that, you know, and when, you, when we were in the caveman age and where, when we went berry picking in those green grasslands mm. and behind of you saw a huge shadow and you thought, oh, it could be a bear. Mm. You would be preparing yourself yeah. either to fight with that bear or to flight and run for your life. So that instinct literally happens here in the gut. Mm. that's why also it's considered as your second brain that you actually even think from here you know the gut feeling we talk about butterflies in my stomach gut feeling uh, the compass the navigation it all happens here and after that it happens here mm. you mentioned that the microbiomes in our mm -hmm. gut weighs almost like as, our, much, as much two as, to three you know, pounds yeah, as, uh, our, as our brain. brain are these microbiomes good for Sorry? us Oh, of course, they are the guys that you need to have in your system. You know, they're in charge of everything. And these are the hard workers. Like how, you know, I use an analogy that how we have our domestic helpers or we have our government officials or even me as an entrepreneur, like I work hard for my company, I work hard for my children. They are the hardworking guys in within us. 
So they're literally doing everything for you. They're preparing to digest your food, assimilate the food, even things that you don't want to, you know, you don't want your body to keep. Even the excretion happens because of them. So if you're constipated, there's inflammation, uh, there's indigestion, there's brain fog, there's anxiety, depression, IBS, IBD, Crohn's, Hashimoto's, thyroid, diabetes. It's in charge of all of that. So they're that important to have. It's like, it's so important to have gray matter in your brain. It's important to have microbiome, gut microbiome, multiple of that, the good boys, the good guys. So that's what we need in our gut. So Pile, I come from pharmaceutical background, right? Like I was mm-hmm, telling you, mm-hmm. I've studied four years of pharmacy and then worked at a research facility in the, you know, where medicines were being tested and stuff like that. And I've never heard the mention of gut ever mm-hmm. in the, you know, design of medicine. Never in my college when I was studying, never while I was working, mm-hmm. which means the pharmaceutical industry as such doesn't even talk about it and doesn't even care about it. Like, why do you think so? Because number one, they'll be out of business. Number two, these guys are invisible. So there's not much attention given to them. Out of sight means out of mind. You know, if you get burned, you start treating it because you can see it visually. But what happens inside, unless and until you do an endoscopy or you do some kind of a investigation, you're not going to realize what kind of uh, bacteria we have. And also what happens, Bijay, is the doctor's not going to tell you, okay, huh, this is a microscope. Now under the microscope, see the bacteria, see the virus, see the parasite. It's too much of a lengthy process for a doctor. Today, in today's time and age, not everybody has that kind of time to explain to you. Mm. It's very easy to write a prescription and tell you, go ahead, take the meds and you'll be okay. And even, let me be very honest, even the opposite person, the client or the patient is looking for a quick fix, right? So then that's how it's always been. But that means we're just masking our, you know, the symptoms Mm. by taking medication. Mm -hmm. But we're not literally going into deep diving into the root cause of it. And this is where when you deep dive, you hear about microbiome. And because you deep dived into the book or because you're so interested in health, you know, whatever we've spoken, I do realize that you're quite healthy and you like eating good food. That's why you've come across microbiome. Mm. And you know, Bijay, we don't just have gut microbiome, we have mouth microbiome. Yeah, and I think that's like new uh, Yeah, sort of exactly. That yeah, so up every now, right? area of our body has its own microbiota. We have vaginal microbiome, we have mouth, we have like armpit microbiome, everywhere we have microbiome. And these guys are also in charge of if you have bad body odor, if you Mm. have bad mouth odor, Mm. you know, if you have some sort of reproductive issues like infertility, PCOS, if you treat the microbiome, you'll be treating everything. So it's like an inside out holistic approach which is a bit longer but it's sure short success Mm. so what constitute our gut microbiome like what that two three pound constitutes like what are the different different kinds of bacteria they're different bacterial strains like lactobacillus bifidobacterium all these, you know, E. coli, parasites. Do we all have like the similar kind of composition? No, we have different compositions depending on our mom because we get our microbiota from our moms. Ah. So if there's anything uh, you need to complain more to your mother about, <laughs> then it's your microbiome. But um, yeah, it comes mainly from the mother. But it's also very uh, interesting that you can change your bacterial strains by eating very important three foods. Uh, I'll quickly tell you what. Fibers, resistant starches, and polyphenols. Fibers, number one. Anything that has fibers. Basically, I explain to my clients, I say, Jo bhi aapke daat mein fuzz jata hai na, aap wo khaiye. Fruits, vegetables. Fruits, vegetables, leafy greens, whole grains, good fats. Like, I remember eating mango as a child, like pura akha mango. I used to like eat it up like that. And then I used to really grumble that, oh my God, all this is stuck in my teeth. Yeah. So that kind of fruit and vegetables is what we need to dive into. 
Yeah, so fibers are that. And uh, second I said was resistant starches. So something like potato, you know, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, you know, Vijay, like potato has been given such a bad name, you know, in the in, in the industry, and especially if you're diabetic, mm, like, yeah. you know, I've seen my dad suffer when he was 38, he had diabetes. And uh, the first thing the doctor told him, Alu mat khana. Mm. And we're Gujarati, you know, Guju <laughs> <Yeah>. Marus. Like, <laughs> so we need our alu yeah. in everything. So resistant starch from potato is great. Resistant starch from rice is great. Resistant starches from, uh, as you said, sweet potato, beetroots, mm. all Arbi, tubers. Arbi, yeah, mm. exactly. Mm. So uh, purple yam, they're all in season right now. So khao, jitna marzi hai khao. Of course, I... I take my words back, <laughs> sorry, because they are heavy in yeah, calories yeah, and they're yeah. sweet in nature. So every day, quarter, quarter, quarter of all these resistant starches are good. They're prebiotics. So you must have heard of probiotics. Now what's happening is everyone's popping in probiotics. So when you say probiotics, that means yeah. these are the stuff that yeah. is pro our gut microbiome. Like, uh, just no, trying to break the Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hmm. so pro, of course, pro for gut health. Hmm. And pro means, um, I think, yeah, pro gut health, I, I'm guessing. And everything under fermentation comes in the pro. So, and there are different strains. So now what's happening is... Yeah, like, it's just opposite of antibiotics, right? Exactly. Like it's against your Exactly. So this is pro. It's pro. It's exactly. Like pro. So yeah. pro it's, your microbiota, yeah, pro your microbiota, right? That's hmm. why the word pro and biota. Mm. Um, pre you were talking and about and pre I was talking about so everyone's just been popping in pills with pro but the main guys are the pre's and these pre's you're not supposed to take through tablets or capsules you can get it in our food and these pre's create an ambience in your stomach which help the pro multiply if this pre like the foundation then the pros are not going to work so the tubers that I was talking about, the root vegetables, the leafy greens are the prebiotics. Mm, they give that in, environment, environment for your gut microbiome to thrive. To thrive, exactly. Nice. Yeah, I think you've really read the book well or you've done your own research well, <laughs> um, which is great. No, yeah, I mean, I've yeah. read your book, of course, and um, I also been interested in this. Yeah, um, it's a very interesting topic because it's just, it blows your mind away, mm. right? When mm. you hear about these tiny, tiny invisible microorganisms and the third thing I was talking about is polyphenols it means colors from different different fruits and vegetables which don't really break down they don't get digested they go in your large intestine they multiply the microbiome so the polyphenols are super super important so three things fibers more and more resistant starches in portion control and polyphenols Colorful fruits and vegetables, grains, good fats, etc. These mm. three are very important for your those two to three pounds of mm. microbes to multiply stay healthy. and to stay healthy. Mm. Yes. If you are not doing this, uh -huh. then let's say typical, normal, regular person mm -hmm. who goes on with life, who eats junk few times a week, mm -hmm. and uh, let's say somebody who doesn't think a lot. We're putting something inside the body mm -hmm. what will start happening to that microbiome like let's say y you have a microbiome maybe like it's good all good guys yeah, there yeah. and you kept on putting the stuff which yeah. not necessarily is good for these guys like yeah. will they die or what happens yeah, will yeah, they'll, yeah. or maybe the bad die. guys start coming and up. the bad ones will start multiplying so if you're not mindful of how often you're eating the junk food or how mm. often you're smoking alcohol shisha vaping mm. stress all these factors together will create a dysbiosis in your gut. Mm -hmm. Dysbiosis meaning the good ones will die mm -hmm. and the bad ones will multiply. That's when the sugar craving, mm -hmm. anxiety, feeling depressed, feeling low, mood swings, brain fog, all that will begin. Mm -hmm. So junk food, processed food, bad oils, if you're eating outside, you know, the vada pao, the sandwiches, all of that, excessive butter. Also, even our home oils are not so great. We don't know what we're using. Mm -hmm. uh, we're reusing fried oils all mm -hmm. the time. What oils do you recommend? Uh, I would recommend coconut oil. You know, I would recommend uh, avocado oil. It's expensive, but it's great. It's got a very high heating point. But 
you know, it's expensive. So on a day-to-day basis, you can't. I would okay, also do rice bran oil. It's a decent oil. Uh, coconut oil, as I said, is great. And sometimes ghee is also good if you're tolerant to lactose. But it's a heavy oil, so use it very sparingly. So these are the good oils. which And coconut has this little kind of a strong smell. So if you're averse towards these. Yeah. But I think I got used to it. Yes, to I coconut started, oil. Yeah, to coconut oh, okay, oil. Okay, like, lovely. First, like few days, um, my kitchen was this fragrance of the coconut. <laughs> yeah. My all, all over the home, my house will smell like a coconut factory. But got used to it, and uh-huh. uh, I now barely notice it on the food. That's great. Uh, because once you know, um, first few meals, I felt like oh, there's like a very strong coconut mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. flavor coming into food. Mm-hmm. Then, then I think you develop the taste for yes. it, and then you know it feels yes. Uh, yes. So I, I developed. Yeah, your um, senses also tend to kind of you know yeah. settle down yeah. with the smell, and also when you take coconut oil, it's got MCT medium chain triglycerides, which are great for cognitive health. So your focus, your you know, like I don't know if you've heard of. Um, bulletproof coffee mm, yeah, you know yeah, that whole yeah. rage of bulletproof coffee but actually is just cooking in coconut oil mm. you're cooking you're not cooking like you're roasting. putting you're roasting or you're mm. uh, blending your coffee with coconut oil but we as indians have south indians the majority cooking happens in coconut yeah. oil i mean there is a direct connection that you know that south indians are the most intelligent people in our country most literate mm. so there is a connection with coconut mm. oil also bija i see that your skin is there's a nice shine to it so you know these things prevent aging as well and they're mm. anti-inflammatory so coconut oil is great and it's great for gut health in fact someone comes with any kind of inflammation which most of us have mm-hmm. so i always recommend i do extra virgin olive oil and a little bit of coconut oil we mix it together one teaspoon and you just drink it mm. so you line your gut you know you mm. start lining your gut so that you prevent inflammation and you I don't know if you've heard of the term leaky gut. Yeah, yeah. Right? Where there are kind of holes in your gut. Mm -hmm. They're not literally holes. You can't see them. But your gut becomes hyperpermeable. Like, so yeah, so essentially like your gut lining, it has got strong layer, which only allows certain things to pass in the bloodstream. Only Only nutrients nutrients to pass in the bloodstream. But if you're putting anything on your belly, essentially, then your intestine, maybe that lining starts depleting. Yes, exactly. Like all the other things that should be in your bloodstream will start permeating. The finger-like villi, they're called finger-like villi, villi. which absorb the Mm. nutrients. Mm. If they open up like Mm. our fingers, Mm. then proteins can pass through, viruses, you know, everything, anything can, pass, can pass anything exactly yeah. because mm. that's the thick wall that mm. is literally guarding our bloodstream and the organs against food, yeah. anything that's coming from the outside. Mm. So the good fats, uh, short chain fatty acids from these two oils help seal and heal the gut lining. Wow. So that's why these good oils are important. Mm. And these also help with the ambience. They mm. help you thrive. They help the microbes thrive. Mm. And they help you thrive. Mm. Is there any way that I can say that my gut lining or my my guys in there are doing fine? Uh, yeah, you can definitely do a test. You can do a microbiome test. There are a couple of kits available. We also do that in our clinic. And you can also do an uh, inflammation test, which can tell you how, what level your inflammation levels are. Um, you can also do a, a blood test to understand where you're nutrient deficient or what. You can do all these tests. Yeah, the microbiome test has become very, very popular, the stool test. Mm-hmm. So you do a stool test, urine test and a blood test. And all three will give you what kind of strains, especially the stool test will tell you what kind of strains are there, what are missing, uh, which are the beneficial ones, which are the gassy ones. They also tell you that this may produce gas. It also tells you how susceptible you are to diabetes or thyroid. So multiple tests are available and uh, they're good. They're expensive. But if you're really suffering, then I would recommend doing a test. Also, is there any signs or symptoms that anybody can look at, observe somebody like like you said, is not yeah. suffering, suffering. Yeah, but yeah, I just red wanna, flags. Yeah, like are there any red flags for me? Yes, to absolutely. Migraines, acidity, acid reflux, burning sensation in your heart. Sometimes burning sensation in your throat, uh, brain fog, uh, memory loss, anxiety, like you get very anxious too often. 
PCOS for mm. girls, so their menstrual cycles are not in time. Infertility for women who are looking at having children. Mm. Obesity, name it, and I can tell you that these are all red flags that you have some gut issues and you're you have some uh, psoriasis, eczema, mm. all skin related conditions, sinus, mm. rashes, uh, cystic acne, pimples, dandruff. I have a client who came in and. He couldn't diagnose that he had psoriasis for six years. He wow. just thought he had dandruff. Mm-hmm. And he was badly treated in school and college because, you know, everybody shames you for dandruff also mm-hmm. because it's visible, right? Mm-hmm. And he lost all his hair. He lost his, you know, self-esteem. And then it took him six years. He said, Pile, I could buy a car from the amount of money I spent wow. just for this diagnosis. And even mm. after diagnosis, he was put on steroids. So he's very happy that, you know, it's gone. Mm. But the steroid side effects were really pissing him off. Mm. Like, you know, he was getting irritable. He was putting on weight. Mm. Um, he had low libido. He was unable to perform. Oh. So these are so many side effects of steroids. Mm-hmm. So anything, guys, if any kind of a constant rash that has come up on your skin, mm. it's gut related. Mm. So just start eliminating a few things which you feel are triggers. Mm. Number one, junk food. Number two, beverages, sodas. Yeah. Number three, smoking, alcohol, shisha, vaping. Nothing is better. Everybody has this debate. Oh, smoking, chorde, vaping, kar, it's better. Nothing is better. Okay. It's from the devil and the deep blue sea. Mm. You can't choose. Right. Mm. And... um. And it's just stress. Yeah, stress. Number one, one reason, mm. huge, huge. Even a two-year-old baby stressed out wow. today. Mm. It's unbelievable what's happening, you know. And it's not regular stress. It's chronic stress where our adrenal and glands are fatigued. Mm. So we have constant fatigue, lethargy, stress. So it's all gut-related. A to Z, gut-related. This sounds uh, scary. Mm-hmm. To know that everything in my body is controlled by gut. And if I'm not taking care of what I'm putting inside my body, then it's going to really mess my entire system, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, at the same time, yeah. it's relieving that we now know yeah. that where to look at if I'm like, yes. if my body is messed up yes. or if my health is messed up, then yeah. we know then where to look at mm-hmm. instead of just popping up some pills uh, yeah. you know, and then just trying yeah, to and suppressing suppress the, problem. the symptoms yeah. then you know we also know like if i want to really go deep and find the root cause mm-hmm. of what's going on then you know this body of work exists yes. there are people like you who are working on this and um, you know you can get your t- test done maybe look at the blood work and look at the microbe composition and then you know maybe then you can tweak, work, your, yeah, nutrition tweak your nutrition according and stuff like to that, that. Right? so yeah we had an episode on uh, on functional nutrition and uh, a lot of these things also came up in that conversation and, uh, you know, I was telling the same thing, right? Hey, you you were talking about like food as a medicine and stuff like that. But we never had this conversation about like, you know, food can really heal your body. Yeah. Like we just want to suppress the symptom and boom, here we go. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and also not trusting the body's own ability to heal itself. To heal itself. Given half a chance, it's going to heal itself. At least give it half a chance to heal itself. And all diseases begin in the gut. And this is not modern science. Hippocrates has said this. But Ayurveda, which is a 2,000-year-old philosophy, has said this. You know, every time I went to a Vedji, my mom always took us to a Vedji. And he would see my nadi, pulse, my yeah. nadi, and he would say, Pet kharaab hai, beta. Aap ye, ye, ye jadi booti le lo, and aap theek ho jaoge. And literally, Bijay, I've been fine only because of simple spices and herbs. And he would say, Thoda citrus kam kar do, tomatoes kam kar do, nimbu kam kar do. Hmm. Put in all the good, you know, dudhi he would say, loki zyada hmm. khalo. So we did all of that. And uh, food is medicine. So hmm. if you do simple stuff like, you know, good organic yogurt, if hmm. you're okay with that, that would be a good probiotic. Hmm. You know, a drumstick soup like moringa, hmm. right? It's so popular for cancer. Hmm. It, you know, people swear by moringa. But hmm. in India, because it's so easily available, nobody hmm. gives any, you know, heed to that. Yeah. But a drumstick soup hmm. every single day is so preventive. Hmm. And you can always do 80-20 principle. 80% hmm. you do the good stuff. 20% you do the not so good stuff. That principle really works. Yeah. And it's not only 80-20 in a month. You can do 80-20 in a day. Mm-hmm. Today, whole day, if I've had 80% good food and I do want to have something, 
fun like mm. some french fries mm. then i'll i'll probably do that but mm. again i'll tweak my french fries to homemade mm. baked i'll put some you know nice good oil i'll brush it with olive oil or truffle oil or coconut oil or any oil that i'm using rice bran oil mm. but even that 20% i'll be super mindful of because i have the understanding of my microbes inside i'm eating for my microbes i'm not eating for my tongue and that's exactly what was my question going to be for you now i hear a lot of people right like athletes and like virat kohli have said that i love having so and so food mm-hmm. but for it has been so many years i haven't even had that food right. and that discipline is something that you know people yeah. do have but in regular life how do you like at a mm-hmm. at a mindset level how do you like really convince yourself that hey you know what i think this is not what i should really be eating at like if i can't resist i'm i'm a big sweet tooth like okay. i mean i i just can't resist and mm-hmm. it's not something that i developed that's me inherently, uh, inherently it's been like you. all my life that's yeah. been me right mm-hmm. i'm big sweet tooth like you put something sweet in front of me and it's you can't resist very very difficult for me to like resist mm-hmm. and it's not that i'll just take a bit of it like i'll go like i i just indulge okay. right oh, and that's me right okay. and that's and like okay. i'm like you know people remind me and i'm like fuck it <laughs> <laughs> so 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 yeah i mean like mm-hmm. how do you um how does one like really say that hey you know what like you just got to resist it yeah. yeah so honestly it's a practice okay i mean it's not motivation i think motivation is a scam huh but practice mm-hmm. and that comes with a lot of discipline and mm-hmm. a lot of mindful eating yeah, and i, I have a so protocol dumb. you know mm-hmm. bijay that first give me my greens give me my starches give me give me my fibers give me my soup give me my fruits give me my salads and after that like mm. 80 20 right mm. i'm happy to eat a dark chocolate i'm happy to eat a little bit of an ice cream and trust me bijay i'm not saying vegan ice cream i'm not saying fat free keto ice cream diet is another whole you know other topic i think we can talk about but mm. you know today's new age keto diet or the uh, vegan diet where people are really going wrong with so eat what gives you satiety even the 20% eat your gulab jamun eat your ice cream eat your dark chocolate mm. but stick to portion control and before that always have a protocol what good have i eaten that i can I indulge this. exactly mm. right that i can treat myself to this and i think this is a practice and that also comes with a lot of mental practice so you got to like do your yoga practice do your meditation yeah. you got to be mindful so everything's very holistic it's mm. a lot of work yeah but being a little conscious about what i put has helped yeah. to an extent where i used to have like multiple pieces mm. of that so mm. to now like hey you know right. i just you know, reduce it to like maybe right. one or maybe two now not more than this yeah. right so being a little conscious about this and having these conversations have definitely helped yes. um, to also, reduce it also i yeah. think <laughs> what has helped is mm. when you have more of the bad bacteria mm. you crave more, more and you it. cannot stop that craving mm. you know some people come and say pile i can't i just can't what do i do at that time something else takes over devil takes over me mm. and i eat five six you know kaju yeah. katlis mm. so i just tell them that okay it's fine there's no devil in you it's you only mm. it's your bugs that yeah. are craving yeah so let's work on that mm. and that's when i really give them the probiotics and yeah. i we streamline and these all sweet vegetables like sweet potato yeah. beetroots i give them uh, anjeer mm. you know which is good for gut health fruits yeah. really good mm. dates khajur mm. is so good oh, yeah. good good papdi or something mm. til ki chikki mm. all that kind of you know just settles down and then they feel better and that's when the weight loss or the you know hba1c that they're looking at to bring it down for diabetes the blood sugar levels cholesterol all that comes down but it's a process bijay there's no magic pill yeah. like if you say uh, two days like pal nothing's happening <laughs> you know but yeah. um yeah, it's patience like, and also you get in that cycle right whenever yes. you are in the cycle of eating junk yes, then your body craves for you it's say look that you need more of junk right yeah. I, i observe this right so when my uh, house help is not coming and cooking food at home yeah. then when we order something online and the next day when she's home yeah, like you, your body you, says that yeah. you know what should i order something yeah. and well she's cook she's cooking something in the kitchen but should i order something and and then you get in that yes, loop of like and when i'm loop. not when i'm constantly 
eating home food, yep. then I don't even care about like, you know, going online and like ordering something. Yeah. You know, I don't even get that sort of, you yeah, know, Yeah, yeah, I see that in my son. Yeah. You know, when he's, mm. once he'll have yeah. the chips and in two days he's like, I want more chips. But when we, we've put a rule, like every, he's allowed once a month. So, and we have a date like, you know, the date with the chips. So he's had a date <laughs> with the chips every first or yeah. second. And that's it. Once we have this, and even mentally, he's understood that it's once a month. So these little hacks help. They really help. So sugar is the enemy. Biggest enemy. Refined Afar, sugar. Mm. And it's not only white sugar. Mm. It's the simple carbohydrates ka sugar also, like breads, pastas, mm. burgers. You know, mm. all these are like even naturally occurring carbohydrates is good. Naturally occurring carbohydrates, like, which are slow releasing mm. complex carbohydrates. Mm. So, for example, if you'll say a bread, a white bread versus a sourdough buckwheat bread or something like that, a white bread is a simple carb mm. which will turn into glucose very fast into mm. your body and it'll give make you that, you know, give you that sugar rush, but then it'll collapse even further. Whereas a buckwheat sourdough or a seed bread or let's say a multigrain bread, why mm. go further? That's much better than the white bread because it's a slow releasing complex carbohydrate, which is healthy. Mm. And satiety levels are super high when you have this, mm. you know, but it's not available. It's expensive. There are so many reasons why people don't consume it and it's not as tasty as the white bread. And another very important thing, when let's say when I realized my mom made all the nashta at home, we ate home nashta. Till today, I want nashta from home, my kitchen. Mm. But if someone else grew up with nashta from outside, mm. they don't know the difference. Yeah. So what you've been grown up seeing, doing and eating, eventually you're going to keep doing that. Mm. Unless and until there's a scare, like a death scare. Or you're very mindful, like someone like you who understands and who loves reading and loves, you know, who has growth in their life. But otherwise, for normal people, they don't even know what I'm talking about or mm. what. She'd be like, yeah, yeah, they can't be microbes. Yeah. Hai. So for <laughs> yeah. them, you know. So, uh, Pile, here's what I want to do, okay? Now, everybody who's listening, like, hey, you know what, Pile, you have convinced us. Like, <laughs> you know, we need to do things right mm -hmm. and you've also given three different kind of things that you need to put in like you mentioned about starch you mentioned about fibers, fibers and also you mentioned about like Poly colors and polyphenols, polyphenols. Right? now that's great but tell us what are some of the breakfast like i want to go like breakfast lunch and dinner kind of thing so that people who are listening then they're like hey you know what now these are the actual changes that i can make in my kitchen right now right after this podcast right so what are some of the breakfast things that people can have first thing in the morning like do they have fruits? Do they have something else? Like, what do you, what do you suggest? You do know this is like a chargeable yeah. session, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I want to reward people who are here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But usually this is, this is my work and my business. Yeah. But for yeah. you, Bijay, I'd yeah. love to share this. So I would honestly say begin with a fasting cardio. So when you're empty stomach and mm. you get in a run or a walk or a workout it's great you tap mm. into your fat percentage mm. so someone who's looking at weight loss or building lean muscle mass fasting cardio so after that first thing in the morning first thing in the morning have a black coffee if you're someone like me who needs mm. something to wake you up mm. i'll do a black tea or a black coffee sometimes i do the bulletproof with my coconut oil it's really really it charges me and then i can really lift i really lift heavy weight and then after that once you're done with your workout because you're empty stomach i think i would suggest a lovely narial pani coconut water to cool the gut down because you've you know worked the gut with your workout so cool it and then have the malai, the flesh of it. Okay. So oftentimes in the conversations, what I hear is people talk about like, hey, you know, if you're looking at losing the weight, but I feel the people like me who are looking at gaining muscle are often ignored in this okay, conversation. Okay, right? okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> so this no, is that we do like is for... uh, fasting cardio or do you think that, uh, you know, we have some banana or something before workout? Oh, so for someone who's looking at gaining weight and building huge, wants to become a bodybuilder. But honestly, I am pro lean muscle mass. So if you're looking at building lean muscle mass for to look aesthetics, to lift more weight, to play a sport, etc. for your skeletal system, 
any which way is do mm. fasting cardio Got so it. you burn fat percentage. Got it. Right? Yeah. For that also to to for those six packs, yeah. you need to burn fat. Yeah. So typically, ideally, I would say that. But someone who has diabetes, huh? And if they feel dizzy in the in the gym, for them, I would suggest an apple would be amazing. With the apple, five six almonds, so it doesn't spike your blood sugar levels. Yeah, so we got our apple complex carb and we got some nuts, which is good fat and fiber. Huh? Iska combination is great. Let's After that, coconut yeah. water, which is <laughs> so heavenly. So that, enjoy it. Okay. And if you can drink it from the dab itself, the coconut itself. If no, not, then, I started doing that. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah, and then I, some. For two reasons. One, yeah. I love the whole uh, yeah. experience of yeah, it. And second, yeah, yeah. I don't want to use the plastic straw. That's amazing. So, yeah. That's amazing. Well done. And then the flesh. So for cognitive fitness, it's great. After that, I suggest one or two fruits for sure. Okay, I would say pomegranate. It's got acomantia, one of the best beneficial bacteria. And pomegranate is available 365 days of the year. So great. And with that, you can have an apple, banana. Right now, berries are in. So this is after workout, you have your fruit This is your, thing. you know, breakfast tray. Okay. So it mm. can be immediately after workout. It mm. can be after workout for those who are taking protein shake. Mm. Uh, the protein shake can be after all of this. Okay. Because it's not natural. Mm. So if you're putting in any kind of a protein shake, then mm. do it after you have your fruits and after you have your hot breakfast. Good. Someone who's doing eggs, try and do organic eggs, you know, cage-free, you know, yeah. all of that. Two egg whites would be great. And then a little bit of a hot snack. Hot snack can be anything, guys. If you're doing gluten-free, then you can do a moong dal chila. You can do um, a nachni paratha. You can do upma if you're okay with having gluten. Or kakra good juice. And I'm okay with yeah. that as well. If you're doing a kakra, try and put in a protein like a moong, mm. boiled moong. Mm. So you've got everything in your breakfast. You've got mm. your watermelon i mean sorry your coconut you got your fruit you got your hot snack you got your eggs and i think we are good with this mm, and if yeah. someone who loves sourdough with avocado that go, go for, for it, it. Yeah. no problem yeah mm. one one toast is good not mm. more than that here is where you need to draw a line that i'll have only one toast one and toast. not two, two. even mm. avocados uh, they're fat okay mm. they're good for you but they have they're high in calories and you don't want your cholesterol levels they have good fat but if anything over done is not good so not more than a quarter avocado on a daily basis, more than enough. Then you close breakfast, go fasting, water, 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 water. That's it. Nothing and if in you're it. taking, sorry, nothing in it. You can infuse it with mint, ginger. I love ginger water. Ginger is great for gut health. So Otherwise, now we're talking about uh, water pile. One of the things that I've recently discovered, which is one of the conversations that I'm hearing a lot, is that salt is villainized mm -hmm. and which in fact it's not that worst mm -hmm. but people have villainized yes. salt and yes. it's your electrolyte mm -hmm. and uh, you know yeah. I was listening to Dr. Huberman uh -huh. and nice. uh, you know he talks about having electrolyte like actually putting salt in your water and drinking it in the morning mm -hmm. pink salt or whatever yeah like it's minerals yeah. for you right mm -hmm. what's your thought about that yeah I think it's very interesting I do a gut cleanse with salt so on an empty stomach, it's amazing. And for two days, I feel so rejuvenated. I don't need to go to a retreat. Mm. So if you have a decent amount of fasting time, and if you put the rock salt, mm. the pink, less iodized one, salt. the pink salt mm. in your in a warm glass of water, it's great for a gut cleanse. And it's amazing. It's got enough amount of minerals, which we need. Mm. And, and hydrates you. Like, it really. hydrates you totally. Mm. And any kind of water retention, what people think that salt gives you water retention, but it's on the contrary. Mm. What gives you mm. water retention is the sodium in your chips yeah. mm. or in your other foods that you're having, which are packaged and which have a shelf life of one year. Mm. A banana doesn't have a shelf life of one year, mm. you know, so mm. these things are okay to have. Mm. And um, yeah, but yes, it's villainized. To another level. Yeah. And sometimes what we've noticed is with less salt, because everybody's gone on to that Senda Namak or the pure pink mm. salt that we call it, there uh, they have memory loss mm. and they also have a little bit of dementia. Mm. So if your blood sugar levels are low, it's not so good for you. Mm. So yeah. you can you can tweak it. Table salt can be, you know, the regular pink salt, pink salt and yeah. Kanika can be the iodized salt, namak. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And you were saying where like fasting we? after fasting, breakfast in water. Yes, because mm. we need to fast, okay? Our gut is like a housewife. Mm. 
who loves to clean up after cooking. Mm. So three hours chahiye for digestion and that clean up. And you don't put anything else. Nothing except water. Okay. Even if you can go dry fasting without water, mm. it's amazing the reboot, reset that happens, the rebalance. That happens every day. Every mm. day. Imagine every day. Yeah. Okay. So important. After that lunch, mm. always begin with a delicious salad bowl or a mm. salad plate and go very very crazy go innovative with the colors mm-hmm. my favorite is cucumbers tomatoes beets yams radish i'll throw in some leafy greens like rocket arugula pretty much the same uh, lettuce i would also do baby spinach that would be great throw in some nuts seeds a little bit of lemon vinaigrette if you're okay with that uh, yogurt dressing would be great tahina hummus pesto whatever you like but home done not squeezing it yeah, out squeezing from it a out. bottle yeah. and not ketchup for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so huge salad bowl toss it with some nice oil and mm-hmm. then you can have your one roti sabzi dal whatever you're having mm-hmm. and if you don't want to have the roti sabzi dal mm-hmm. if you feel it's too much then skip the roti sabzi dal mm-hmm. whatever just mm-hmm. whatever works for you and whatever's your jam mm-hmm. have a chaash which mm-hmm. is great no. uh, probiotic and close lunch Okay. Yeah, mm. without using any gadget whilst mm. you're eating and if you can sit down that would be great. Enjoy it with a you know friend, invite your friends yeah. or yeah, but that would be great. I love doing that in my office. I just love doing luncheons. Awesome. Is then I is I have a t- tough time telling them to leave now because yeah. I got to go back to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. otherwise we have a blast. Yeah. And then uh, evening which is that ravenous time you know i tell my clients ke ravan jagta hai like char paanch baje na everybody's looking at sandwich grill sandwich burger french fries click off yeah. a button right yeah, it's available yeah. pizzas so that evening time is where i want to bring in my protein yeah so if you want to have your eggs you want to have chana you know mm. that sing chana ka yeah. chana avoid yeah. the sing sprouts sprouts mm. would be great um a protein shake at this time would be great which is a clean protein or a plant protein if you're vegan a protein bar if you have a good one or some nice granola with some nuts would be great so evening snack would be good if i told someone do a stir fry at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock they'll slap me they'd be like you're mad or what like give us something you know salty yeah. savory mm, yeah. so then do dips with cucumber sticks yeah. carrot sticks yogurt raita um what else pesto hummus there's so many options for that evening snack but the trick is bijay you need to pre-plan the evening snack otherwise when you go and open the fridge at 5 and you don't find anything you're going to order yeah or fruit safest bet get yeah. fruit two fruits and and then again fasting till dinner and dinner would be always open with a soup always open your dinner with a soup and make sure the soup is different colors mm. so one day you have a red one day you have a yellow one day so you have a green your carrots and stuff yeah all it. your mm. polyphenols which i'm talking about can all be here carrots and all of that and mm. right now is the season for red carrots mm. black carrots orange carrots they're amazing i just did an article for the financial times on mm. carrots and how good they are so um soups and then whatever your main meal is mm. like for us it's all fancy stuff like i love cooking mm. so we do different cuisines every single day right now undu is very in because mm. of the season so we do undu that mm. surti undu we'll make mm. uh, i do a lot of bowls uh, asian bowls like the buddha bowl burrito bowls burrito yeah. bowls mm-hmm. tacos enchiladas we do falafels mm. uh, we also do a lot of indian like bengan bharta with a bajre ka roti because mm. the weather is good yeah. we do nachni wraps with mm. stir fry vegetables yeah. the rice roti as well yeah like, i love it yeah. it's so delicious right yeah. and you can't tell yeah. if you're you know gluten intolerant and you yeah. move to rice roti it's great mm. uh, we do a lot of vegetable khichdis mm. we love it we just yeah. love it with little bit of the gujju curry mm. and little bit of the papad little bit of the pickle and yeah. it's so delicious yeah. so evening dinners guys if you're fancy like us who enjoy eating different cuisines do that if you're simple and you like apna desi roti sabzi bhakri thepla paratha but do less of the carbs mm. more of the greens mm. that's the whole trick and mm. protein can never be missed yeah. so we do so with a, every meal do yeah. you want like protein to be there in every there meal there should be mm. otherwise you're not going to get your body weight protein right yeah. you need like at least 50 to 70% of your body weight we're never going to get equal amount of body weight 
at least for vegetarians yeah. a non vegetarian may get it but with that comes a lot of other uh, cholesterols or you know with the red meat there are a lot mm. of other heart conditions which are going to get in as well mm. so yeah and then again after dinner go fasting and walk every yeah. after every meal mm-hmm. walk for half an hour mm. brisk walking yeah and then go horizontal don't just go horizontal after your meals otherwise the food is going to be stuck here stuck there yeah. mm. in your torso only mm. and then you're going to come and complain why is my torso so big mm. because it's all stuck here allow gravity walk na allow gravity mm. to go down thoda allow the food to move yeah and that's where the gut brain connection comes in mm. when your gut is happy you more focused mm. you don't have to rely on motivation mm. you rely on you know self discipline mm. I think this is like a complete sort of diet plan mm-hmm. that I've gotten mm-hmm. right where like hey what are the things that I'm going to put mm-hmm. in and uh, from everything that you've said one thing which is very simple is just eat real food yes the food that we were supposed to yes. eat as simple as that right exactly. and when i say real food it's not nothing that's packaged anything that comes with a packet yes. no matter what the label says yes. like how healthy how amazing how uh-uh. helpful and stuff like that yes. then you know just just stay away yes. from that and stick to your yeah. natural food yeah right? but also on that note mm. i'm so glad you got this up so many of my students who are universities in universities yeah. and they like pile we don't have our moms we don't have our nannies or chefs so i tell them pick up a packet which has less than 5 ingredients mm, yeah and yeah and those 5 ingredients you need to understand what mm. the hell does that name mean yeah if it's sounding like some aircraft yeah. you know <laughs> 908 something yeah. something uk5 mm. that means they're flavoring stabilizers colors processed foods so my uni students also they get their own insta pot and we teach them mm. how to cook in the insta pot from khichdi mm. to pasta to chicken to everything mm. so um yeah i mean if you don't have a choice and you need to buy packaged food even there you can make a healthy choice you know i have a client bijay who travels from mumbai to gujarat and he is in a remote gujarat village where he's saying pile i won't get any soba noodles and avocados yeah. and sourdough i said forget it mm. just eat rice and sabzi yeah. and dal and you're yeah. good he's mm. lost 9 kilos just yeah. doing that in 2 months mm. and he's so happy yeah so simple things yeah, are very think, uh, important you know my grandmother she's uh, 85 now mm. and she's very healthy she's very fit she last to last year we're in village right and uh, she used mm. to climb trees Oh wow, 80s. so cute! And she used to climb trees to get like huh. you know the things for mm-hmm. buffaloes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Very active, and she would get heavy weight on. I can imagine. Then, you know, I can imagine. Uh, and know, right they, now we are doing these functional and, movements yeah, for functional weight training. And stuff, yeah. Like and her food would pretty much it would be as rice for the both meals with some sabzi, right. like, which is obviously grown in right. the garden. And uh, during the day, she would either have mileka. roti like which ah. is made with pretty much like dosa jaise but ah, it's not yeah. not that patla but it's like a bit thick okay. something like dosa mm-hmm. like made of mile yeah. or otherwise it's gehu as yeah. like we have biggest meal in the morning which is pretty yes. much like lunch ah. in the morning like mm-hmm. nine before she leaves for her work oh, and stuff okay. like that out okay. in the field and stuff right, like that right, she'll right. have a like heavy uh, rice and sabzi yeah, and dal yeah because she's working yeah. right she's like a labor and, uh, or literally yeah, yeah. working yeah and have that in the morning and during the day maybe either it's butta or you know some Yum. some stuff like some stuff right and uh, that and in the night you know again ah, rice and stuff like ka bharta, and, that's, and, yeah, rice and, and that's pretty much like been her meal maybe like once or twice because in village it's not very convenient for you to get the meat and all as well right so there need to be somebody who need to get um some of this livestock and then they have to then do the thing like yeah. uh, so it's not convenient for you to get the meat so it would be like once or twice a month right. she will just have that meat uh, yeah. which is mostly mutton right. and nothing else and that's pretty much been her life yeah. and she's very healthy and uh, uh, her tooth like intact oh wow her vision Perfect. perfect now i'm sure 85, hair also yeah, yeah, must be like, black yeah, black yeah. and uh, you know she can still hear like pretty wow. decently oh, well yeah, like oh yeah sharper you know, than you and me yeah, i'm sure yeah, pretty They're much like 80% so... of her you know she can listen like maybe 85% yeah. and uh, you know when i look at her it's pretty much it right so you she used to work out in a way yeah. like you know yeah, yeah. the whole day and uh, she's just eating basic normal food yes going back to the roots uh, yeah. right, right so. that's what we all need to do pejay just go back to our roots my biggest 
I want my children, my children and our youth of our country that they need to understand going back to simplicity is where the pleasure and health is. And today, if you don't, if you're not focusing on health, I hear you're missing something really huge for yourself and your family. Health is very important. Yeah. Okay. So now when you say, you know, the gut is the second brain, mm-hmm. uh, what are the things, interesting stuff that gut uh, controls because one of the things that you also mm-hmm. mentioned in your book is that you know your gut also sort of plays the role in love and romance yeah i Talk knew i that. knew yeah i love this i've written your gut bugs yeah. so it's like how let's say we meet okay and i don't know you and i just feel why am i feeling this attraction towards bijay or why am i feeling i'm not I'm getting negative vibes from bijay is because of my bugs mm-hmm. that are literally the chemical reaction it produces. See, we're all energy. Mm. So the energy I attract from you, I'm, my bugs are producing that kind of energy. Mm. So internally, I'm feeling either affection towards you or anger or aversion towards mm. you. So our bugs literally are the matchmakers. Mm. But if, if someone, someone wrote that in a romantic novel that yeah. my bugs don't like you, uh. you're not going to write, <laughs> like reading that. So yeah. our bugs are in charge of everything, even even kissing. I mean, it's so important, right? When you're kissing in a romantic relationship or even with your own children, when you kiss them, you know, it's the bugs that actually mm. tell you that whether that kiss was a good kiss or the mm. kiss was not a good kiss. Not with our children. I'm talking about our yeah. partners or yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. our yeah. spouses. Mm. So it's very important. Also odor, like, you know, when you're being intimate with someone and if there's bad body odor, it's so disgusting. Mm. And bad body odor, kitna bhi perfume, spray, dios lagado, it's not going to go. And so many people are being teased because of bad body odor, but nobody understands that it's not... Yeah, it's I mean, the it's, internal. Mm, the internally, the person something's has, going on there. Something's yeah. wrong, and it's just about the bad boys inside you, the bad bugs. So once that gets tweaked, even without a do, you'll never smell even after three days. So that's how natural you you're supposed to be. But today, everybody's masking everything with deos and sprays, and those sprays are horrible for your lungs because the fumes are going into. You know, I I know so many who spray, spray, and that spray is going on for like 30 to 40 seconds. Mm, and I yeah. just, in, in the gyms, you yeah, know, I've noticed yeah, yeah, this yeah, in yeah. clubs and gyms and mm. I want to go tell them that this is, these fumes mm. are very bad for you. Yeah. They diminish the good bugs. Mm. They diminish the good bacteria. Mm. But then, I mean, you know, there's so much going on in my head, right, yeah. Vijay? And my mom keeps telling me, you cannot go tell everybody that you're yeah. not supposed to do this. <laughs> like, just calm down. Yeah. But <clears> that's me. Yeah, but when you have the awareness, then you wanna yeah, like mention it and yeah, share it with yeah. more people. I am right? someone who will yeah. also tell you that hey, mm. I'll whisper that uh, you need a shower. Yeah. Like I'm very you know yeah. open about these things mm. because why be shamed? People shame you; they don't yeah. tell you upfront. Mm. Mm. But I'm someone who will tell you that hey, yeah. your body, you have body odor. <laughs> yeah. Go shower. I tell my own kids this. <laughs> yeah, and if someone came and told me this, I'll take it very positively. Yeah. Do you also think our gut? do have feelings. Uh, now, so, we say that gut feeling, yeah. right? So the live bacteria mm. in mm. have the produce gut feelings. They produce mm. the hormones which give us the gut feeling. So we have a gut-brain uh, axis which mm. is governed by the vagus nerve. Mm-hmm. It's the largest wandering nerve from the back of our neck to our tail of our spine. And uh, this is where the whole chemical reaction of these microbes is happening. Got it. So Mm. when we get gut feelings, our brain takes action. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that's where the whole gut feeling comes around. And also I wanted to quickly talk Mm. about diets that, Mm. you know, everybody is experimenting with diets, but, and then most of the diets fail. Mm. And then everybody feels upset and depressed and then goes back to eating all the crap that they've been eating. But let me tell you that you haven't failed. Mm. The diet has failed you. Mm. So stop dieting and start eating real food. And then slowly with that consistency, you'll never have to diet. It'll become your lifestyle. Mm. You know, the term diet actually means the kind of lifestyle you're leading and the kind of foods you're eating. But experimenting with different diets is not good for your gut 
or for your brain because you're always confusing your brain. Please try and avoid diets. I think if anyone took away something really big from our chat today, from our podcast, would be how important our gut is and mm. the microbiome is. Second, that diets really ruin your gut health. Mm. And it. then you go spiraling down. Yeah. Mm. So, Pilot, this book you have mentioned about seven days and you have given the actual process to reboot your gut. Like for anybody who's listening right now and saying that, hey, you know what? I don't know what state my gut is right now. But, you know, I just want to reboot. I just want to like flush it. I just want to make sure that it, you know, it's healthy or start off healthy. Yeah. Then you have given like a proper seven day plan yes. on what to have and what not yes. to and what exactly tried to and do. Tried and you know, tried and yeah. tested. Uh, and obviously, definitely for everyone who is listening to this podcast, I can't recommend this book enough. And just pick this book up. I'll link this in the description of this episode because this is something that's going to really change the way that uh, you know you are treating your body and pile i was telling you the uh, last time that i bought my book it was at my home and uh, my girlfriend saw this and she's like you know what i'm taking this book this is really really powerful for anybody who's trying to you know understand this which is which is amazing right so um for somebody who's want to do like a weekly reset or anything mm -hmm. like that is there any shorter version of this seven day or, you know, anything that you're going to do? You can do it yeah. for three days. Mm -hmm. See how you feel. If Even if you don't look at the seven days and if you do your own three days of fruits, naryal pani, malai, soup and khichdi, even then you're going to have a reset and a reboot. But try it. If not three, do two days. But you got to do the work, Vijay. So yeah, I would say minimum three days. Seven days would be amazing. And after that, sorry, the reintroduction should be in limits. Mm. You can't go and eat a pizza for lunch and a burger <laughs> yeah. for dinner and After a dessert. Said, yeah, mm. then it's going to fall flat. Yeah, yeah. And then you say it didn't work. I, you know, gained yeah. all my weight back and I'm feeling as miserable as ever. So I had tuberculosis when I was two. And that's how my journey actually began. And then when I was, you know, it's all in my book. My whole journey is in the book. And that's why I understand that doing a reset and a cleanse, that's fine. But the most important thing is the reintroduction. Be very mindful of the reintroduction. That's yeah. what I tell all my clients. Okay, you've lost weight, you're doing well. But remember, when you reintroduce gluten, when you reintroduce desserts, when you reintroduce spice, chili, go easy with it. Otherwise, it's it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your money. One last question about the gut. This is what are some of the drinks? You mentioned chaat. You mentioned, yeah. uh, you know, we discussed about like ginger, yeah, mint yeah, infused, infused water. Yeah. What else? That a kanji pani, mm -hmm. like kanji vada. Okay. It's so healthy, the kanji pani. It's fermented. That's great. Kefir is another amazing grain. You can have drink kefir. It's available. You can also make your own kefir. Um, what else is good? You mean probiotic wise, mm. right? Yeah. So yogurt, kefir, kanji, pani, kombucha like is yeah. great. Mm. And just make sure the sugar levels are controlled in that. Also, apple cider vinegar would be great to have. It's like a, actually a prebiotic than a pro. Mm. But mm. apple cider vinegar, again, is very strong for some people. So take shots of it with equal amount of water mm. and try it. See how, you know, everybody is bio-individual. Remember, we spoke about that, that yeah. your fingerprint and mine is different. So Same with the... Gut Same microbes. with the gut mm. microbes. Everybody's yeah. individuality is There's different. No, blanket, uh, no there isn't. No one size. You know, if you have some allergies yes. to something. Yes, stuff like that, yeah. your twin could be different. Different. Yeah. So that one size fits all is what has messed up. You know, antacids, acid blockers for everybody. Whoever mm. comes with anything is antacids and acid blockers. Mm. And uh, kombucha, kefir. Yogurt, uh, chash is the yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we are good. And mm. also overnight rice is a great mm. probiotic. Yeah. Don't put it in the fridge. Cook it in the night. Keep it outside. Mm. Preferably if you have a clay pot. And that if you have with yogurt in the morning as your breakfast, that would be a double wow. probiotic. That would be great. Pickles mm. are great probiotics, but not jar pickles which last you one year. Mm. Gharka, you know, like chundol, mm. which are grandmoms made, moms made. Mm. Mango pickle. All those are great. Also fermented carrot, radish and amba haldi. Mm. Turmeric would be great as a probiotic. 
one biggest takeaway for me is go back and talk to your nannies and dadi yes <laughs> yes actually actually <laughs> start living your, like yeah. Yeah. go back and talk to your dadi and they love to even answer. at 3 am yeah. my dadi yeah. can wake up and yeah. make me bhajjas yeah they are so <laughs> active and alert even today so yeah. guys go and do that yeah. it would be great yeah this is amazing pile this has been a great great conversation and for everyone who's listening to this conversation right now i think there are a lot of takeaways on uh, what to do with your body what not to and how important gut is mm-hmm. and i'm so grateful that one you have written this book second you are here in this <laughs> podcast My sharing pleasure. this really amazing um, you know uh, insights on how we can really take care of our gut and if you take care of your gut then it takes care of your body mm-hmm. and health and it's as simple as that but it you know it requires discipline and practice and if you really want to be healthy then that's something that you want to do for your body yes you know you do want to do for your health yeah and if you want to always stay away from medicines, mm, medicines medicine yeah. bills investigations mm. hospitalization yeah. illnesses chronic illnesses mm. then this is the way to do it yeah is there anything else that you want to share that we haven't discussed yet or you want to give your one like tip my one tip is don't forget all diseases begin in the gut and if they begin in the gut all solutions are also in your gut thank you so much again for being on the show pile and uh, if you are listening to this or watching this podcast pick this book the gut story of our incredible second brain by pile in this book 222 pages of this book she has got like i said gut reset formula reboot diet she has got 50 cheat codes where which is yeah, your yeah, health that's cheat really that's really interesting it's one know, of my yeah. favorite topics there yeah and everything that you need to know about your gut is in this book which is really really powerful and this is now after the gut the new oral microbiome yeah. is the another you know, new emerging yeah, you know absolutely. stuff that's coming up yes. where uh, more and more science and this is not like pile just you know putting it out of her head thinking that oh let me write this interesting story about the gut when <laughs> it's something that's completely backed by research and you know yes. now there's more and more research that's coming yes. which is telling us that if you take care of your gut your health can be taken absolutely. care of absolutely right? you can uh, prevent yeah, you and can reverse prevent and reverse a lot of illnesses you know, uh, illnesses which yeah. is great yeah. thanks again again most Since welcome uh, my pleasure thank you for having me on your platform vijay really appreciate it thank you Hey thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed listening to this, I want you to do two things for me. Number 1, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, subscribe to the podcast and give five star ratings. This will help me attract more listeners to this podcast and take this information to a wider audience so that we can help more people grow in their life. And second, share this episode with at least 3 people in your network who you think need to hear this episode you never know just by sharing this episode you can help them transform their life be that person who helps other grow in their life thanks again for listening to this episode i'll catch you in the next now go out there and do something inspiring